Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day, and thank you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday, we have Faith and Hope Journey, where we share struggles, problems, usually people problems, hard circumstances, and our struggles. And we look to the Lord for healing, for rescue, and deliverance through Jesus. We can soar above our storms in life like the eagles. Every Wednesday we have Sword of the Spirit. This is where we share the Word of God. God breathed, inspired by God. And this is our defensive weapon against the enemies as they attack us every day. Spiritual battles. And, uh, oh, well, let me read 2 Timothy 3 verse 16 through 17. It says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. We need to know the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. And also, this is how we learn about Jesus Christ in our gateway for eternity. So I believe that the Lord has assigned me as a believer to be a beacon of hope in the storms. Imagine a lighthouse that receives light from the ultimate source, the Creator, and then as a believer, we share that light in hope to help and encourage others towards God's kingdom. As we each receive His light, we become more and more like Jesus and reflect Jesus to, for, to the world around us. Today's topic is press on, press on. How easy it is to give up on a dream or a project when everything seems to be falling apart. Distractions happen. Discouragement happens. You might work hard to accomplish something, but when other people push you down or finances fall through, maybe your health fails, how easy then is it to let it go? Some people may be blessed with many friends, colleagues, or family supporting their every step of the way, but most of us must strive with only a few supporters, if any. Negatives may hit us from all sides. Like in the Bible, we can be hit seven times. We can fail seven times, but the Lord will help us not to be defeated. Well, I can relate to being on the brink of giving up. I truly believe the Lord inspired me to write specific books about overcoming challenges in life as we lean on the Lord. And you know, it has a personal testimony in it. I could have walked away from that afraid to share. But no, the Lord pressed me and I did press on. Because I've experienced it myself as in Psalm 40 verses 1 through 3. Maybe this is something you can share as well. Maybe this is your story. While I was in the pit of despair, the Lord heard my desperate cry and he lifted me up. He rescued me. Others see what the Lord has done for me, and they believe in Him, and they praise the Lord. Out of gratitude and loving worship of the Lord, and because I believe it's my purpose, I share my testimony with others in various ways, especially through my books and podcast episodes.
But sometimes people don't understand why I press on. And if I look at the numbers of likes, sales, reviews, subscribers, or negative comments, I could certainly be tempted to give up. But the Lord presses me on. Can you relate to that? There have been times where I thought, oh, what kind of author am I? I don't have a falling. And almost immediately, a fellow author or someone I admire would tell me that my book has helped her in some way or inspired her in some way. I get encouragement. What does the Word of God say about all this? In the Bible, we find much encouragement to keep on working toward the goal without looking back at past failures or even past accomplishments. Don't lean on what good you have done in the past. You're in the present moment. You need to keep on working and pressing on. Not to give up. Don't be discouraged. And not even worry if you don't see the end in sight, the end result in sight. Do it for your eternal future, your eternal rewards. We can fan the flame of our faith. We can encourage ourselves that we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. Here's encouragement from the Apostle Paul. Philippians 2 verse 13. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. And then Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14, pressing toward the goal. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Maybe your calling is to take care of your baby. Maybe your calling is to be uh, a technician, a doctor. Whatever your call is to be, God is with you in it. Philippians 1.6 Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it, until the day of Jesus Christ. So we can push off all those discouraging remarks, all the distractions, and just press on. In Galatians 6, 9, I find great encouragement toward rewards. And here it is. Let us not get tired of doing what is right, for after a while you will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't get discouraged and give up. We can discipline ourselves. We can discipline ourselves toward with a re reward in mind. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 25. To win the contest, you must deny yourselves many things that would keep you from doing your best. An athlete goes to all this trouble just to win a blue ribbon or a silver cup. But we do it for a heavenly reward that never disappears. And as we press on, we can fix our eyes on Jesus, keep our focus clear of distractions. As in Hebrews 12, verse 2, Keep your eyes on Jesus, our leader and instructor. He will, 
He was willing to die a shameful death on the cross because of the joy he knew would be his afterwards. And now he sits in the place of honor by the throne of God the Father. This is the good news of Jesus. The creator of the universe loves us so much that he sacrificed his only son, Jesus Christ, so we may have a way for an intimate relationship with him and spend forever with him. He offers this, but we must believe, repent, receive, and accept Jesus. Until each of us comes to the Lord with a humble, contrite heart and confess our sins, confess Jesus, then we remain on the losing side where there is no lasting peace, contentment, joy in a future with Him. Well, how do we do all this? How do we make this change? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and he tells us that in John fourteen six, No one comes to the Heavenly Father except through Jesus Christ, his Son. We've all sinned, we've all fallen short, but the remedy is clear. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins to him, to the Lord, he is faithful and just to forgive us, our sins, and cleanse us from all wickedness. How do we come to him? It's this simple. Open your heart, open your mind, and open your mouth. Say it out loud, your confession of your sins, your repentance, and your belief in Jesus. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him, they will have everlasting life. They shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you believe that Jesus suffered and died on the cross to pay for your sins, and that he arose on the third day? He did that while we were yet sinners. I encourage you to turn your life over to him. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior without delay, and your life will never be the same. The Lord, the Holy Spirit, will stay with you through eternity. In this message, I encourage you not to quit, not to give up. Prayerfully believe the Lord is with you and press on. He will equip you for every need. Once we're his children, he will never leave us or abandon us. In him, you can walk with full faith that he is with you. And you can turn your, cast your cares on him and watch him fight your battles as you press on. The Holy Spirit guides you and comforts you along your journey. We can then say, as Apostle Paul said, and I'm reading Philippians 4.13 in the Amplified Bible. It has a little more detail I wanted to express. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me. To fulfill his purpose, I am self-sufficient in Christ sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. I encourage you today, no matter how you feel, with the negative things that are bombarding you, whatever is happening, prayerfully press on. Fan your flame, fan your flames 
of faith. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today on Turn to God with Karen. And you can watch and listen to all Wednesday's Sword of the Spirit and also Monday episodes of Faith and Hope Journey, where we talk about overcoming challenges. You can share your suggestions and comments with me. All feedback is always welcome at KarenJaneCasey.com. When you go to my website, you'll also see my books, blogs, and resource material. Available through my website and on Amazon.com are these books. Fiction book series, Standing Through Storms. Non-fiction series, Faith and Hope Journey. I hope you'll check them out. All of them by Karen Jane Casey. If any of my books or podcast episodes have brought you hope for healing, encouragement in any way, or you have made a decision for Jesus through my episode, please let me know because I need encouragement too. I need to know that my podcast episodes are effective for someone. Thank you for joining me today. Blessings to you.